Hello, this is Ken Ferry with this week's Boots in the Field Report. I hate to sound like a broken record on the corn disease problem out there, but in a number of fields, not only have the wheels come off the bus, but it's sliding down the highway on its frame, sparks are flying, and the kids are screaming out of the bus windows. These fields with heavy star tar spot have gone from August 31st to October 31st in about 7 to 10 days. Fields that had a decent amount of green in them went dead brown in 7 to 10 days. These plants all died early, most of them before ever reaching black layer. With the unprecedented cocktail of diseases, along with the heavy pressure of tar spot, these plants couldn't protect themselves in that hot weather, and it killed them. Most of these hybrids needed another three weeks to finish right. Several of the fields that were in the past week are already rubbery cob, and they're setting in what I call that gray layer, a much lighter and thinner layer instead of the normal black layer. This is going to lead to some disappointing yield results for your D hybrids. You get most of your yield punch in that last 30 days of fill. September is the last 30 days of fill. If your corn is still green, the ear is upright. These have been some great ear filling and pod filling days that we're experiencing. Some growers have said it looks like harvest is coming quicker this year. We must have more heat units than normal. No, no, that's not the case. The corn died, very similar to a killing freeze September 1st. Stock quality is deteriorating fast. If your corn is dead and you're planning on waiting till October to start harvest, make sure you have a pickup reel and a set of end cones on your combine head. Not all fields are dead. Next to dead fields, we see these oases of green. Those photo-perfect fields where the top is green and the husk is getting ripe and they're just continuing to pound on the starch. This week we're in multiple fields with split planters. One hybrid would be dead, ears hanging, the other uh, would be green and chugging along. As I survey these fields, the difference is in the amount of disease evident. Some hybrids are doing a definitely better job with the different diseases, especially southern rust. But the biggest factor is tar spot. This looks to be the disease that has blown the wheels off the bus. In the lighter tar spot areas, we still have that cocktail of different diseases, but the corn seems to be hanging on much better. Normally when I talk to a grower and he tells me that the field is, uh, you know, was green last week and it's fallen apart in a week's time, I say, yeah, maybe you weren't here last week. But we've seen that ourselves in our plots as we fly drones on a weekly basis. From one week to the next, it looks like we sped forward a whole month as far as what was green is dead in seven days. Again, flat out death of the plant. So pest teams, you need to scatter and check every field. Even if you were just there 10 days ago, many fields are not passing the push test. 
Rate each field and each hybrid with a number from 0 to 10. So stop and push that plant. Usually grab it right there at ear height. Give it a full stroke and see how many of those buckle. If zero buckle, give it a zero score. If five buckle, give it a five and so on. Get these numbers to your harvest team for them to set up a pecking order and how to uh, harvest the, this crop. This past week, we visited fields that would score 10, meaning 10 out of 10 would buckle. Hard to believe, 115-day corn planted the end of April, dead and buckling over at September 7th. This same corn 20 days ago looked like it was going to kick it through the goalpost for yield. A number of guys have started this past week chasing these fields. Here again, 115-day corn is testing in the mid-20s and coming out with the 50 to 51-pound test weights due to premature death. Field averages so far are coming in that 2 to 235 bushel range. These same fields, though, would have yield checked at 250, 270 just 20 days ago. The issue is uh, what was estimated to be a 75,000 kernel ended up being an 80 and 85,000 kernel bushel. If the plant is dead and the ears are hanging down, there's a 2 in front of the moisture. If they're green and upright, there's a 3 in front of the moisture, and it's usually not black layered yet. As moisture goes up on the monitor, growers are telling me the yield climbs right with it, and that would indicate it got further along before it died. Now, good news is it's still 200-plus bushel corn if it was sprayed with a fungicide. Last time we had full-season corn dead the 1st of September was 2012, and we know what that was like. Some locations are dealing with some flat corn already with the spotty storms last week. As we slow down to pick up this down corn, though, keep an eye on the ball, what's ahead. Work with your pest team on what might go down next. Flat corn usually doesn't get flatter, so you may want to bypass it if the next field is a 10 and still standing. Get it while it's standing, and we can take a field out in a day instead of spending four days on the down corn. Then go back to that down corn once we get everything else that's in trouble cleaned up. Reports coming in from growers, the auto steer and the cones on the combine heads are really making a difference on this down corn. Had a variety plot come out last week. It went from 200 to 277. The early hybrids won the plot. And this I would expect if they finished before the heat killed them. Had the first fungicide and no fungicide strip come out last week. And the fungicide looked to be a little over 40 bushel better. Like I said, they'll be selling fungicides off the 2021 plots for years. Knowing your hybrid this year will help you make sense out of some of these yields. L1 bold L1 hybrids were crippled in the June winds. And the D hybrids are not getting the September fill they needed to give us the yields that we expect from them. Some hybrids are handling this tar spot better than others. We need to get your help to get our arms around this tar spot issue. We need to find those hybrids that are standing up better to the tar spot.
So between your combine observations, your plant health photos, your drone shots, your scouting reports, your push test, let's keep track of which hybrids have done a better job in your form. If you'll share that information with us, we can look through the hybrids from all the other growers as well and look for those repeating hybrids that look like they've done a better job. We can start to build a database on this disease until we get a better handle on how to handle it. Outside of the disease Armageddon, we're still checking some amazing yields. This has been a great September so far to pound on yield. I do expect several records uh, to be set for farm averages and field averages. Usually we see our highest yields in the first two to three weeks of plot harvest. They tend to show up when we're harvesting the high moisture corn. This year guys are chasing problem fields first, so I expect the bigger yields to show up midway through harvest. Growers are saying, man, these beans seem to be taking their time turning. This is true, but that's what we want. Let them pack on the starch during these great fill days. Fields that are turning are doing it pretty uniform. And that's also a good sign, because they're doing it on their own terms. Stress is not pushing them from sudden death and, and clay knobs and things like that. Crews are getting ready for the plot harvest. I got a feeling the first half is going to be fast and furious. So the more heads up you can give us, the better we can plan. Soil testing crews are ready to chase those combines. So don't forget to call in those fields as soon as you knock them down. And let's get all your fall testing needs turned in now so we can be ready when the fields are harvested and stay right with the combines. To stay up to date, check out our website at croptechinc.com and subscribe to our podcast, Boots in the Field Report. Keep her safe, keep her moving.